So Megillus Rus begins that it was in the days of the judges, and there was a famine in the land. Now, Chazal tell us, what's this Lashon? So the Gemara says, Dar Shvait HaShayftim means the generation that they judged the judges. Meaning, says the Gemara, if the judge would say, Tal take out a splinter from in between your teeth, you would tell him, Tal take out a beam from in between your eyes. And Rashi explains that the Shayftim themselves, the judges, Judicial judges were corrupt. And they themselves were not tzaddikim. And if any of them would come to someone who's being judged and say, which would mean, take a splinter, meaning you have to do tshuva for a small avera, so you could turn around and tell him, I have to do tshuva for a small avera for my splinter. You have a beam. Your beam is a big avera. You have to do tshuva for much bigger averas. That's called a judge, a, a judge who is being judged. And the Chazal tell us, woe is to a generation that that judge their own judges. And woe is to a generation that its judges need to be judged. So we see over here, Chazal in this part, uh, the Navi in this first Pasuk is setting the stage of what's Kufa Klai Yisrael is in at the moment. In a spiritual way, they're on a very low madrega. Even the leaders, the judges, are Mekulkal, they are lacking, they are Bali Averis. At the same time, the spiritual level was so low and so bad, the physical situation of Klal Yisrael was also very bad, very low. There was a famine in the land. Now, these two things here are totally zebezeh. It's not a coincidence that it was Shvait HaShayftim spiritually Klai Yisrael was in a very bad state and at the same time physically there was a famine and they were in a bad state because as we all know the Ramban tells us in the end of Harsh's boy Shein Ladim Chelech B'Tayres Moshe Rabbeinu person does not have a portion in Tayres Moshe Achenamin until he believes that everything that happens to Kla Yisrael, Shakula Misen, they're all miracles. Ein Bohem Teva There's no nature. Whether we're talking about Kla Yisrael as a rabbim or individuals. Rather, in Yasa Mitzvah Yatlichenu Scharei Vimyabra Alem Yachlichenu Anshoi, and that's this week's parsha as well in Bichukai Taleichu. There's no such thing as nature when it comes to Klai Yisrael. Klai Yisrael is Kulai Nes. If we keep the mitzvahs, there's Schar. If we don't keep the mitzvahs, there's an Oynish Hakol B'Gzeres Elyon. That is, says the Ramban, is Yisoyed Suamuna. Ein Ba'adam Chelak B'Tayras Moshe. If you don't believe this, you don't have a portion in Tayras Moshe. So. When it comes to Kalal Yisrael, there's no such thing as cycles, it happens. If something happens to Kalal Yisrael, 
It's either schar or einish for something that they had done. Everything is a reaction to Klal Yisrael. There's no such thing as a Haman just on getting up and making a gzair against Klal Yisrael. And there's no such thing as Antiochus just being getting up in the, in the morning, being in the mood of making a gzair against Klal Yisrael. There must be first an Avera that Klal Yisrael did, and that's, we know with Purim the same thing, with Hanukkah the same thing, Paroi, Pesach, everything is totally in Klal Yisrael. Punishments are in reaction to Klal Yisrael's actions, Mida Kineged Mida. And therefore, and therefore, when it says here, Vayibhibi Meishvay Tashoyftim Vayirov Voretz, they're totally Zebizeh. Why was there Vayihiro Voretz? Why was Klai Yisrael so low in Gashmias? Why were they so lacking? Because Vayibhibi Meishvay Tashoyftim. Because spiritually they were lacking. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu brings punishments, Mida, Kenegan Mida. When we're on the right Madrega at least, it's Mida, Kenegan Mida. And we could see it. It's always me, the Kenegamida, but that we can see it clearly, because the, the Gemara explains that Kaddish Baruch is not out to punish us just to get his revenge. A punishment is supposed to awaken us to tshuva. If a person doesn't wake up to tshuva, he's missing the whole point. So how is a person supposed to know what to do tshuva on? Kaddish Baruch Hu punishes me, the Kenegamida. Excuse me, when a person is able to look at the punishment and to examine it and figure out what does it represent and why is it coming, or at least Chazal or Gedolim, could look at it and say, it must be Mida Kenegan Mida for a specific Avera that we have to do Chuban. The person does, does an Avera with his hand and the next morning he wakes up and his hand is hurting him. So then he realizes that yesterday I did something wrong, I did something wrong. So, so that's the connection. Because, and the Mida connected Mida was like, like we were just saying, that they were so low. They were so low in a massive of Ruchani that HaKadosh Baruch Mida connected Mida made them so low, so lacking in a massive Gashmi, meaning in the Rav, they were starving. And from that they were supposed to understand that if we're lacking so much in Gashmi, that must be Mida Kenegan Mida that we're lacking so much in in Ruchnius. Now, the same time when we describe why that they were that they were so low, and this was to be them to do Chuva, we're also setting the stage here. And that is, in this type of situation, Vayhirovaretz when Kalei Yisrael is lacking so much physically, usually, and logically, nobody wants to be a part of Kalei Yisrael at this point. Who wants to become part of Kalei Yisrael when everybody's starving? You want to stay where you are, and then, then if a person's a guy, they'll stay being a guy. Why do they want to become a Ger or a Giyaris in this situation? And yet, the whole Megillah, as we know, is Rus, the daughter of Melech Mayav, and we could conjecture, and just to let you know, these, this, these, uh, what I'm going to say here is based on Rabbi Brevda's uh, Shurim, which um, they just printed last week or two weeks ago, that were never printed before, mostly from Shurim that he gave. Um, so we could con- conjecture that Rus started thinking about this for a moment. Because if you really think objectively, and you look at Klal Yisrael, 
who are supposedly the Am Hanivchar, right, and they don't seem to have such a wonderful life. They have wars, and they have suffering, and they have famine. And yet, as Rus would say to herself, here she is in the land of Mayav. And the land of Mayav, as the Gra calls it, Avi Avais Hatuma, it was full of every, all garbage in the world. And they were the lowest of the low in Ruchni, as the way they acted. And they were Rishayim. And yet, they're enjoying life. They have a tranquil life, they have a happy life, there's no wars, they're enjoying their food. So if a person looks objectively at it, there's a big problem here. What's going on? Why is it like that? So Ruth came to the Maskana that must be that Mayav is Kulay Shekhar, it's Kulay Toma, and therefore HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not really interested in Mayav anyways. So he's going to let Mayav live their life happily, do all the Averis that they want, so that when it comes time for them, him to get rid of them, they're done. They're not going to get Chayalim Abba. They'll end up in, uh, in Gehenim, wherever they'll, they'll end up. Mashenk in Kla Yisrael, who is Mechavel the Torah, even though it's not so simple, there's mitzvahs that are hard to keep, but since they are connected to the Rabbi Nishalayim, to the MS, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Medaktek Imon. He's very, very, uh, he scrutinized them very much. And any little in, infraction that they do, any Averis that they do, little, big, he punishes them in this world in order that they should be they should receive already their punishment in this world. So even though when you look on the outside, it looks at Klai Yisrael and Ivkar suffering and everyone's doing great, but really the opposite is true. Everyone else, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, could care less about. Be great, be Rishayim, I don't care about you. Klai Yisrael, he wants to punish us in this world, so should we, be zay- we should do tshuva and we should be Zaychat HaKailam Abba. So Rus understood this. So the Vayihirav Baharetz, when Klai Yisrael is in this Madrega, most people are not interested in becoming a part of Klai Yisrael. That's because, that's if you look at the outside, superficially, in the Gashmias. Why would you want to become a part of Klai Yisrael? But if you look deep into it and realize that the Einshim are the opposite, that the suffering is actually Klai Yisrael's greatest Mila, that shows that they're really the Amanivchar, so then... That's what caused her to come to the Emmas. In fact, the Allah is true like this. The Gemara tells us that a ger that comes to be Megayah, Bismanazah, we tell him, Mara Isa It's interesting the terminology. What did you see that you want to come and become a ger? Don't you know that Kalayisrael suffers and we're chased and we're hounded and we're killed and we have Yisurim? What are you interested in coming for? So if he says, Yedayani, I know, and Halavai, any Kedai, Halavai, I should be Zaycha to be part of Kla Yisrael, so we're Makabal him. But if not, not. And that's the Yisai. The Yisai is, if he looks at Kla Yisrael, there's no reason why a person who looks at the surface of Kla Yisrael should want to become part of Kla Yisrael. In fact, the halacha is that when Kla Yisrael be Meshleim Ha'amelech, they were Makabal Gerim. Because why is, why is a person becoming a Ger? Because Kla Yisrael is on top of the world. But what does it say in the Megillah? It says, um, after uh, Mordechai was, uh, was Niskadel, it says over there, the Rabbim Meyame Oretz Mitziahadim, right? The draw explains, Mitziahadim, they acted as, like they were, as if they were Jews. We weren't macabre them as Gerim. Everyone wanted to become a Ger once Mordechai was on top of the situation. So we're not macabre them as Gerim. If, they be, if, if, if someone, somehow they became Gerim, a Bezdin didn't know, so we acted them as Yidin. But we're still always... Uh, 
We're always nervous what was their true intentions. But if someone comes Bismanazah, when Kalai Yisrael is on the Madriga that we are and all the suffering that we have, what does he want to become part of Kalai Yisrael for? The only reason is, is if he sees the Emes. Someone who has the Mida of the Mivakish Eso Emes, they will want to become a part of Kalai Yisrael. Why? Because if you really want to be part of what the Emes is, and what is the Emes? The Emes, as we know, the Mesil Sasharm tells us, that why was a person created? To enjoy the Shekhinah. Where does that take place? In Eilam Haba. How do you get to Eilam Haba? You have to earn it in Eilam Hazer. This world is only a prize there, as we know. It's a hallway. It's an entrance way into Eilam Haba. How do you get there? The mitzvahs. So, Kalal Yisrael, we know that this world is only a prize there to get to Eilam Haba. And even if we have to suffer in this world, and things are hard, but the end goal is to get to Olam Abba, because that's the true Tainugamiti. That's the true pleasure in the world. The true pleasure is not the physical pleasure, it's the spiritual pleasure of Olam Abba. And that's if you know the MS and you want to get there, it's worth everything in Olam to get there. So the only way any ger would want to become a part of Klai Yisrael and undergo the suffering that we go is if he has the same outlook that we have. And that is that this is the emes. Only if he has a true bikusha emes, if a person really is mevakesh as emes, are they willing to go into be part of Klai Yisrael. And that's really the meat of Klai Yisrael. What did we say? This is one of the reasons we read Rosh on Shavuot. Because we said Nasev and Ishma. How could you say Nasev and Ishma? How is it Shaykh to say that you'll do before you know what you're being Kabbal? The Territ is, we don't care. We know this is the Emes. The Emes is Kabbalah Satira. The Emes is the Tyra. Once we're going to be Makabal ourselves, the Emes, we'll have to be Tyra. We'll figure out all the hardships that come along with it. But our goal is because we know the Emes. So only a person who really has this Bikusha Emes could be a part of Klai Yisrael, and will become a part of Klai Yisrael. And therefore a ger who is willing to come, and become a ger, so the Rikuda has to be, it has to be because he has in him, that he wants to join and connect with the MS of Tyre and the MS of the Rabbi Nishalelam. Rus was one of these people. And that is why we set up with the first Pasuk, what type of time was it? By Yehirah Varetz. It was a terrible time for Klai Yisrael. And only Rus, with her Biko Shahemes, was willing and able to become a part of Klai Yisrael. We find other Gerim throughout our history. Yisra is another Ger. Avram Avinu himself is, is another Ger. So does a Ger who was Mevakesh Esohemes. We find these type of things throughout history. But the bottom line is, the bottom line is that they had this Mido called Biko Shahemes. And that's one of the limudim that you have to take out of Megillus Rus. And that is a person, Kalah Yisrael, if that's our midah, we have to think. Are we really focusing on that? Do we really believe it? Are we really mevakesh HaSohemes? Are we really willing to go through things that are a little harder to get to the final goal? Whether it's 12 denier, 30 denier, 4 inches, 6 inches. Whatever it is, it's a hot day. Whatever it is. Whatever the insight is, if it's the Bikush HaMes, if that's where we're going, we're going to the MS, so then, then that will cause us to be more Davak Batayra. 
So that is, this, we're setting the stage here in the first passage. Number one, Klal Yisrael was being punished. And number two, the stage is being set for Rus, for what, um, what type of situation she is coming into in order for us to be able to see what type of person she really must have been.